a lot of us think, yes, yes, I'll do self-care later. That's on the bottom of the list after I take care of work chores, community volunteering, my family, everyone else. And then if we have any time left for ourselves, it's the very bottom of the barrel low energy time. Welcome to Quiet Your Mind Chatter. I'm Lucky, and today I get to talk with Linda, who, like me, lives here on Maui. In the first half of this episode, Linda brings a problem to me. She's got too much stuff. She's not a hoarder, but she has a hard time letting go of physical objects. That's our starting point. I offer her some suggestions, then after working together for several weeks, we have a follow-up interview in which you'll hear all kinds of solutions that Linda's higher power ushered forth into her life. I'm excited for you to listen. Here we go. Welcome, Linda. It's great to have you on the podcast. Oh, thank you for inviting me. I, I feel privileged to be asked. Thank you. I've been looking forward to our conversations. So Linda shared with me some things that she's hoping to work on as my coaching client, and I'll let her tell you. So what's what's going on? What are we asking God to help with today? Well, when you told me to think about something that I could uh, improve upon, talk upon, get some insight from you on, um, something immediately came to mind because being a kindred soul as a teacher as we are, um, I know you understand the mentality of it's kind of the band-aid mentality of whatever you've got, you use. Nothing's wasteful. Uh, if it is broken, we'll fix it. So don't, 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 don't give it away. Keep it for another time. And one of my issues has been I've done that in my real life. And I'm not a hoarder. I, I ban that word because I think it's a negative word. But I, am a, I call myself a collector. So it's just kind of a little bit of a denial of the fact that I, I have stuff I really don't need but I have a very hard time of releasing it. I can donate it to somebody in their hand that I know and give it to them and bless it and it's gone. I'm good with that. But to donate and give it away to someone that I'm not sure will treasure it or honor it really bothers me. Um, and it doesn't have to be a person I know. I mean, if I took it to a shelter, I would love to give it to somebody at a shelter. So I hold on to things I don't, I don't let go of. People give me stuff I don't need. It's brand new, brand spanking new. And I just can't let go of it. Linda, I had written down some thoughts for you of ways to move forward with this. And I'll just go through each one by one. And if something resonates with you, great. If not, we'll skip it. Sounds great. The first thing that I would like to suggest is the serenity prayer. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. And also there's an ACA serenity prayer, which is ACA is adult children of alcoholics and dysfunction. It is a wonderful 12 step program. All 12 step programs are based on the 12 steps of alcoholics anonymous mm -hmm. and the ACA ser serenity prayer says, God grant me the serenity to accept the people I cannot change the courage to change the one I can and the wisdom to know that one is me. And when I was thinking about and praying about your desire to be free of this issue, I thought about the people who are in our world. There's almost 
8 billion people in the world. And if you exhaust yourself to save a room full of plastic containers, and then many of the other 8 billion of us will continue to overconsume or under recycle, you're not going to be able to save more than just the little bit you can in your lifetime. You're not God. You can't save us humans. You can't save our planet. You can definitely contribute. We can all contribute. And then in hearing you speak just now about even when you're able to find a new home for something, you worry if that person will appreciate that item. How does the serenity prayer, either of those serenity prayers speak to you about this problem? Repeat it one more time to me, the serenity. Okay, so there's two. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. So Mm -hmm. there's so many products in our world, and we can't change that. It's, It's a challenging puzzle to find the perfect place to donate each item. That's That's just the way it is, and we can accept that the courage to change the things we can. I can do my best to find new homes for these things. And the few of them I can, and the the dozens and dozens of others I can't, I need to let those go. And then God grant me the serenity to accept the people I cannot change, the courage to change the one I can, and the wisdom to know that one is me. So you're doing your part. You, Linda, are taking care of this beautiful item you're trying to find it a good home if you find it give it to someone else your job is done you you're yay i crossed the finish line with that particular thing now it's up to that person and their higher power to appreciate it or to not appreciate it so tell me your thoughts on that so so the idea i'm getting from you is i though i'm honoring this object this object is more to me than just a thing i need for myself to release it one step further and to release it and bless it and release it let it go and I, I am doing my best. Uh, like I said, if I find people, then that's great. I can't save everybody. I get that. I do know that if I can release it, I do forget about it. So part of it is just the releasing of it and not feeling like I have to keep hold of it, that I'm the keeper of it. I guess that's what it is. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. And that's something else I'd written down. Bless things, thank them for their usefulness to you and send them on their way. So that could be just an, a, just a different angle on releasing it. Because I'm the same way. I love things. I am in a physical body. I'm in a physical world. Yes, we're definitely spirits. And we live on planet Earth in human bodies with these cool things, clothes and things in my kitchen and things in my home. And when I can, I find a good home for things. And sometimes I just need to throw things away. I know I had a pair of hiking boots. I went on a a quick hike this morning at sunrise here on Maui. It was beautiful. And I'm enjoying my new hiking boots. I love those because my old ones were falling apart. And I remember standing at the dumpster here at my condo and blessing my hiking boots with (laughs) love and gratitude because they had carried me through so many miles on so many trails and it was time to throw them away. They literally had fallen apart probably eight times and I glued them back together eight times. Uh-huh. I got a new pair. I was releasing them with respect and honoring them. One person gave me feedback. Thank you for that story, by the way, because I can relate to that a lot. One person gave me feedback and said that she doesn't even buy items that like have like, like those sour cream containers or those cream cheese containers. 
you know, when I'm done, I actually wash them because they have lids and I want to use them. And so she said, one way of not adding stuff to my stuff is don't, don't buy those items. Find something that's more disposable, find things that, you know, you feel attached to, you know, feel like you have to keep or it won't be, you know, used properly. Tell me about your spiritual self, your relationship with your higher power. Do you have a belief in God or higher power? Yes. Actually, I've been um, a Christian since I was born. Um, my parents r- raised me in a Protestant family and did lots of, uh, went to church regularly, you know, with a, with a organized religion, you know, First Assembly of God. And as I got older, I tended to get a little more um, independent, although I have uh, a very, very deep belief in God, Jesus. And uh, I pray every night. I, I pray I, people's names, specific people's names, people I don't even know. And it gives me great pleasure and great comfort to pray for other people. So I, I, my mother was very religious and I don't go to church, organized church anymore, but I do daily practice my spirituality and my religion with the way I act and the way I uh, relate to others. Thank you for sharing that. And how can you ask for God for help with this? Or how do you see God? How would you like God's help with this issue? Uh, Actually, I just need to, again, I need to feel like I'm not attached to do it. And I, I, I've done I've prayed to God and said, please, um, tomorrow or today, um, help me get through today, knowing that I will keep what's necessary. I will release what I don't need. And I won't think about it afterwards. God doesn't answer prayers all the time because he knows what's going on and what's needed and not needed. But the ones he does answer, uh, when he does answer it, I notice it that way. And I feel good about it. I feel like that I can move on. It feels contentment to me. And it also feels uh, satisfied. I do feel like someone else is helping me get through this on a daily basis. I love that you're asking your higher power for support because a lot of times in our lives, we try to be self-sufficient and I'm going to do this all by myself. I should be able to do this by ourselves. We don't have to do things by ourselves. We can ask God for support because I know what personally in my life and with my, my coaching clients, when I have a problem, be it a seemingly big problem or seemingly kind of small mundane problem. Sometimes the smaller problems are the trickier ones because they sneak up on me. And I think, oh, mm-hmm. my expectations are that I should be able to solve this. Not, not a problem. Mm-hmm. When I tell my problem, how big my higher power is with, with the bigger ones. Recently, there was something in my life that seemed really, really hard, and I had no idea how I was going to get around it or through it. And then I remembered, oh, I've got God on my side. Okay, problem. We're going to shrink you down to right size, which is actually pretty small because my higher power is amazing. And I just kept doing the next indicated thing. For you, that might be throwing out the next container that comes into your life without hanging on to it at all. Without even thinking about it. I mean, just have it be a natural thing. That's what's been happening a little bit more to me. I look at it and I'll go, do I really need this? Nope. And I, I tell the kids sometimes, uh, my students, I say, go throw it away before I think twice about it. Let's get rid of it right away. Also, I like to, you said sharing with other people. I live alone with my chihuahua and I talk to him obviously quite a bit, <laughs> but um, I do get my opinions for the people. And another friend who has since passed said to me one time, when you let go of it, you are, somebody else is going to be able to use it. Think about it that way. If you let go of it and give it to somebody, that, that might be the thing they actually need. And it didn't, you, you gave them something. So I didn't think of it that way. That was a good way of thinking of it as well. Thank you for pointing that out. That helps me a lot reaching out to other people to help me to be honest 
if I have a compulsive thought that I need to eat something that I shouldn't eat, I'm a recovering compulsive overeater. So my brain tells me frequently that I need to eat more than my body actually needs. If I keep thinking that thought and it starts to maybe turn into an action, when I'm honest, I can honestly recognize, oh, I'm starting to spiral. I'm starting to really get attached to this thought that this really needs to happen, that I need to put something in my mouth right now. So I can, I have a whole contact list of sister friends I can call and reach out to through voicemail or, you know, phone call if they pick up or a text if I'm in the middle of something and can't make a call and just honestly say, what's going on with me? I'm having this thought. I recognize that this is not the best situation. And yet my whole entire emotional system is saying, you need this, I need to do this now. So that's a, that's a good option too, is to reach out. And plus it's, it's helpful to have a plan. I know with, with myself and with some of my coaching clients, if we know we're going into a tricky situation, I know with someone I know she was going on a trip. She was worried about overeating on her trip. So she built in some things before she left. You know, she was going to do some check-ins with some friends once a day in the morning, once a day in the evening. And so then she knew, honestly knew, okay, this might be an issue for me. So she planned in some safeguards. So that's, that's a good idea for you too. If you know you're coming into a situation where, oh, you're going to have a bunch of Amazon things coming and packages opening and, oh, I, can I use those cardboard boxes somehow? Like gear up, tell someone, hey, this is my plan. Like you said with your student, let's get rid of it as soon as possible. Actually, thank you for bringing that example in because this issue works in all kinds of avenues, meaning that it's accountability. You're right. You call your friend. If I know I'm going to call a friend at noon and tell them how my day went and if I threw anything, I mean, she says to me, let's throw away three things a day. I am more accountable when I do make a plan. This is part of, you know, we don't clean our house until we absolutely have to sometimes. So when I know someone's coming to visit me, I'll really get it, get it ready to go. Same thing with if I know I need to get, I'm getting started to get more things I need and I'm or going to be shopping and I'm going to be buying things I don't need. If I do an accountability issue and I say, okay, I'm going to give, you know, Lucky a call and uh, tell her um, something, uh, I, I've avoided buying something or I didn't buy it because of this or I bought it, but I'm going to use it for this. It gives me a little more of, of a mindful thought process about why I bought the item and what I'm going to do with it afterwards. So really good point, Lucky. Thank you for saying that. Honesty. It's, it's our friend, even though it's not always fun. Before we started today's conversation, I pulled this out of my book from the chapter on journal prompts and prayers. And I don't know if it'll resonate with you, but let me read this and we'll see what comes up. The desire for meaning. The number one desire of humans is not pleasure, but meaning. How to find meaning? First, be of service to yourself. For many of us, especially us women, we recognize our value in serving our families, communities, workplace, and places of worship but we feel guilty when devoting that same level of care to ourselves. The following journal prompt slash prayer, you can use it as a journal prompt and or a prayer. It directs your focus to God's love for you and to your appreciation for yourself. If this feels uncomfortable, good. This indicate, indicates a growth area for you. Grow you. So you would write, 
your first name, you would write Linda, describe the ways in which I am meaningful to you. And then you write on that. Or if you're in meditation, you can meditate on that, see what comes up. Another prompt is God, in what ways am I meaningful to you? And avoid listing acts of service to others. And this is the last part that I wrote on this. When you sit stock still during meditation, you can begin to see how you have meaning just being there, completely unproductive, not moving forward in any way to meet your own expectations or to fulfill someone else's agenda. You can feel how your presence is meaningful to you and to God. Through this journaling prompt, you can find meaning in loving yourself. When you see a creature that is easily lovable, a koala, a puppy, a kitten, a chihuahua, your heart fills with love, even though the animal has not performed any acts of service for you. This is your practice to send yourself a heart full of love simply for being adorable. I can relate to that. Absolutely. Actually, that's a very good segment for a peace pathway to actually address. I agree with you. I think it's a real, I could use that journal entry. I know for me, I like being productive. I like working in the various capacities that I get to contribute work to myself, to my community, to my clients. And I still need to sit in meditation and be unproductive and just know that my higher power is happy with me. I'm happy with me just sitting there and doing absolutely nothing. And then have some time where I go and have fun. I exercise, I have fun with friends. So all those times are unproductive times that I, I get to recognize that I have value just by being me, not because I have these containers and I found a good home for them. I'm done wearing this dress. I found a new home for the dress, a new lovely lady to wear this dress. Those are good things, but they're not um, the number one value of of me, my number one value of me, your number one value of you is just by being adorable, just by being your adorable self. Yes, 100% agree. Yep, I need to, yes, I, I agree with you 100%. I need to appreciate myself. And I, 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 I mean, again, it's all about, you know, this is not the end of the world. It's an item. Put the right perspective on it and uh, don't hang on to it too long and just let it go. Don't, don't, concentrate on it and focus on it it's not what needs my attention yeah the time you enjoy wasting is not wasted time and sitting right here in front of me I thought exactly what you said sometimes just don't even move and just enjoy I love it thank you for that so my goal for you is to shrink the problem I don't want you to just totally change and everything you just throw into the dumpster you don't even worry about recycling we have the pie chart. And this is taking up too, too big of a piece of a pie. We're just going to shrink it just, just a little bit. And then next week, a little bit more. So it's, it's headed in the right direction of being right size. So you can spend X amount of time each week, recycling, finding new homes. And then the rest of the time you're focusing on enjoying yourself, being productive and, and lovely to the world in other ways. Yes, absolutely. I got it. Little by little, step by step, baby step moving in a healthy direction. So I will, if it sounds good to you, send you the journaling prompt slash prayer, and you can work with that once this week. Sure. My way of giving homework to my clients is to pick out the most doable goals. So I'll send that to you. And if you want to journal on it once, that is perfect. You get an A for journaling on it once. If you and your higher power decide it's for your greatest good to journal on it again, 
or three times this week, that's you get an A plus. But if you do it once, that's perfect. Sounds good. Very doable. Very doable. You had mentioned calling a friend, making a plan to throw three things out. Do you want to do something like that this week? Sure. Let's do it. Give me maybe three goals this week. You could do one thing for pleasure. Okay. Whatever that is. You could sit and do nothing in the count. You could, what's your dog's name? We hear your dog saying. Rocco. Rocco. What's, what's Rocco telling you? Pay attention to me, mom. Yes, he is. He doesn't like, yeah. He, or somebody just walked by probably. And he just, uh, he's gonna let me know, you know, <laughs> funny. He's a funny boy. I'll text you your homework plan. So make a plan with a friend to throw out X number of things you and her can decide. And then you're going to journal once for an A, more, more than once for an A+. Plus. One specified time, it can either be you put it on your calendar at this time, this day, you're going to do something fun or could be spontaneous. But either way, it's a specified time where you're doing something that's not productive. You're just whatever you're doing to enjoy yourself, you're enjoying yourself. Okay. So something not necessarily focused on my issue, but on enjoying being with myself and not being down on myself. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Celebrate myself. When I get out and I'm dressed up and I'm out, my dog and I are out and we're out and about. I just, I love being out. I love being out in nature. I love, in fact, the other day I was telling the kids, it was like a fall day. I loved it. I said, I told my students, I said, this is my, this is my element. I was dancing and having a good time. And they were all like a little bit, a little bit freaked out because I was so happy because it was a nice weather. You know, being outdoors is is such a blessing, especially here on Maui. If it sounds okay, we'll say that you're going to do your lovely me time outside. Absolutely. Yeah. Close up your cup. Yes. Let's close with the we version of the serenity prayer because we get to do this. We get to be on this journey together with each other and with our higher power. So repeat after me, God, God, grant us the serenity, grant us the serenity to accept the things we cannot change, to accept the things we cannot change, the courage to change the things we can the courage to change the things we can and the wisdom to know the difference and the wisdom to know the difference. Blessings, Linda. Thank you so much. Well, thank you very much for this, this time. I feel very enlightened. I feel like I can start my, my day off with a bang and a support. So lucky you are a shining moment for you this morning. So thank you very much. Yay. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that God is helping you through me. That makes me the happiest of all. Thank you for including me in your podcast. Yay, you're welcome. So we'll check in in about a week so I can be your accountability partner as well and see your sure. progress. I keep checking in every week and see what how God's going to be working in your life. And you'll send me my assignment, right? I'll email it to you because it's kind of lengthy. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I love being Linda's wellness coach and accountability partner. If you'd like me to be your coach, there's information at wellnesswithlucky.com. If you like my coaching style, but you're unsure if now is the right time to start a coaching relationship, come to my upcoming online spiritual retreat, November 11th and 12th. It's a small group setting with lots of support. Don't miss this opportunity to heal. Message me today to make this commitment to yourself. For information on my coaching and online retreats, message me through wellnesswithlucky.com 
Facebook at Wellness with Lucky, YouTube at Wellness with Lucky, Instagram at Wellness Lucky, or you can find me as Lucky McCullough on LinkedIn. Welcome back, Linda. Hey, hi. Thanks for having me back on this follow-up. I'm excited to talk and share what's been going on. Yes, me too. Linda and I have been working together for a number of weeks, and I'm excited to share her progress. The problem that she had brought up in our first conversation was letting go of physical things and feeling compelled to find just the right person who will appreciate the item and use it to its maximum purpose. Linda, fill us in. What kinds of things have you been progressing on in the last few weeks? First of all, with my stuff, my items, I got to the point where I did put some things in my car, in my truck, and I was going to give them away or you take them down to a, a thrift store or something. I asked some students and some people I knew I had some shoes in my car and I shared that with them and I gave them away that way. I've also been working at every time I put new clothes in my closet, being mindful to take something out of my closet to give away. I love that balance. You are being mindful of having a flow. If something's coming in, something's going to go out. Yep. And I'm glad you found a new home for some of the items in your car. How are you currently? What, what do you have in your car and what's your plan for moving those things along? Well, I still have more, more shoes. I just pulled out another five or six or seven more items out of my closet today. Uh, the thought process is to either donate them at the school so that we can use them for the theater department eventually uh, for some kind of costuming or anything and the other or give them away to um, I'm not attached well basically I don't feel attached to give them to a specific human being that sounds like progress yep it is I feel better about that too that's good and I've seen you process through this the last few weeks and I appreciate you hanging in there because for some people this would not be a big deal yeah you just give it to the Salvation Army or Goodwill not a big deal but that's not the easiest thing to do for some people. And you've been working through that process and making, making progress on that. I really like to see that. Yeah, I, I actually feel better about it. I actually feel like I'm like kind of feel lighter, if that makes any sense. Lighter, yes, yes. Because when we're holding on to these physical things, we're attached to them. They are like chains, chaining us to the ground, chaining us to the floor. And you give them away and you get some freedom. It just feels kind of like you're crowding your own self out. It's like you're not giving yourself a chance to breathe if you've got things that you're holding on to. I, I, I pulled out five pairs of, of socks. They're all rolled in balls and they're in their, with their, their mates. And I realized... I've had these socks for five years. It, it's not expensive to buy some new socks. So I'm, I put the socks on the pile. I'm going to give those to the Salvation Army. Excellent. And this is a great topic for me today. Thanks for bringing it up because I spent the better part of this afternoon working on redecorating my condo. And I've been looking at buying some new lamps. And like you said, socks are not that expensive to buy. And some of my lamps, Maui is so beautiful and it's so dusty. And one of my lampshades was originally white, 
but it has been many, many moons since it has been white. So it's very dusty and I do my best to dust it. And today I spent quite a bit of time trying to dust it, but you can't dust it too much because then it starts to rip apart. It's, it's old. And it occurred to me, it's okay, Lucky, you can buy a new lamp. So I spent some time shopping online and then realized they don't ship to Hawaii. Welcome to paradise. And that's okay. Got things moving in the right direction. And I was going to buy two lamps for my living room to replace old ones. And I moved some furniture around and realized I don't need two more lamps. I'm going to just take one out and get rid of it. I found someone, my friend, Divine Timing was over last weekend. And she said, oh, I love that lamp. And my daughter would love that. She actually took a picture of it to show her daughter. And that's the one I decided to get rid of. So she's excited about having it for her daughter. And then I have one less thing in my living room. And Linda, my living room looks open and bright. And I thought, what what all did I get rid of? And it really was just one lamp that I'm getting rid of. But it really opened up the space. My goodness. And may I suggest to you, because I do this all the time, that don't buy something new go and get something from like Habitat from Humanity because I, I donate my things there, like my furniture and things of that sort that I don't use anymore. And you can buy great lampshades and great lamps there for a fraction. And again, that falls right in our idea of giving things away and a treasure for somebody else. That's so funny because that is my chore for tomorrow afternoon. I have a, some doorknobs that I replaced and I'm going to donate those to the Habitat for Humanity Restore. And then I have lamps on my list to go and look there. So every one of my lamps all coming together are all new, are all from Habitat. That's awesome. Yes, they have. I was in there a couple of weeks ago. They have some excellent deals and saving it from the landfill. Yes, I love it. We had also worked with you on journaling and prayer to focus on your meaning, Linda's meaning for being alive, being a human being, not being a human doing. So not necessarily you feel good because you found a new home for something or you feel good because you gave something away or you had a good day's work, but just you being alive. And we had some journal prompts that you worked with and also in what ways are you meaningful to your higher power what in what ways does God think that you are meaningful and again avoid listing acts of service because especially for us women it can feel like oh I did this for so and so and that's why I have value just inherent value can you speak to that yes actually and one of our our things I think we mentioned last time and also we talked about when we met in person was that to do something for myself, to make myself feel better about me and my, not existence, but my, like I said, purpose and service type of thing. And I decided that I was going to go to a fitness resort and uh, treat myself to a week of taking care of myself and bettering my mental and physical being. And I did that already. And I came back refreshed and reset and felt like I really did something for just me. It was awesome. I love that. I was really excited to hear that you were going on the trip. And then when you came back, you look refreshed. You look like you have more energy and you definitely got your batteries recharged. The saying is, if mama ain't happy, no one's happy. Well, since I'm my own mama at this point, if I'm not happy with myself, my surroundings, 
you tend to make other people miserable at the same time, or you come across being uh, tired or irritable or whatever you are. So coming back and being reset and feeling better about taking care of myself was just what I needed. And also my friends around me were appreciated too. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. And I love that because a lot of us think, yes, yes, I'll do self-care later. That's on the bottom of the list after I take care of work chores, community volunteering, my family, everyone else. And then if we have any time left for ourselves, it's the very bottom of the barrel, low energy time. Change that up. You, you put yourself on top of your list. So I love that. And another really neat thing that goes along with this is that while I was at this fitness resort, uh, health and fitness resort, I met some people and I just talked to people. It was in the mainland. And I actually talked to some people who about Hawaii and what I do for a living and things of that sort. And I actually felt like my higher power being God gave me an opportunity to really interact with other people and be a blessing to them. I got to meet them. They changed part of my life and they met me and felt like I enhanced their life. So gave me an understanding of what God has me, has planned for me. You know, it's not just to sit around and do the job I'm doing now, but be looking towards the future and how can people be part of my future and keep me happy and keep me thriving in mentally and physically. So it was really great. I love that we are all part of this loving, connected web and higher power is the center of it and all through it. And we are God's manifestation and each other's brothers and sisters. I love being a part of a big human family and spiritual family. Because, you know, we tend to get very comfortable in our homes here. And you tend to get to the point where you're like, no, oh, I don't need that or I don't need this. And you think you're satisfying all your own needs mentally and, um, you know, uh, as far as physically doing anything, you know, with your body and, and moving around. And I realized that when I was out and about that, you know, having a buddy to work with, because uh, I'm a pretty independent person. I mean, I live in my home with just me and my dog and we have a great time. And, you know, I have visitors, of course, but it's, it's more about feeling like I interacted with other people. And I felt blessed because of that too. Thank you for that. And I also wanted to ask you to share with our listeners about meditation how that's been going for you the last few weeks? Well, being at this fitness place, as well as being uh, in the last six to eight weeks, I have felt like I am able to be calm. I'm able to be reflective. I'm able to do my prayers in a more fulfilling and more, again, mindful manner. And mediation for me has always been something of if I slow down too slow, I fall asleep. So for me, this was a really good lesson for me as well as a progress for me that I'm able to slow down, think, be clear. And also, you know, when I have a problem in my mind, I can't even tell you, I don't know about you, Lucky, but I can't even tell you how when I am calm and just be and, and, and not thinking anything else, I can come up with so many solutions to things that I didn't even think I had a problem with, but I actually come up with solutions to things. Yes. I love that when we are calm solutions come. And when we're worried and fretting over something and in fear, there's really not a whole lot of space for God to come in with solutions. And I love that you've been making progress and staying calm through meditation. And also we had asked your higher power, you had asked your higher power to help you shrink the problem, the issue of being attached to physical things and being in control of those physical things. 
And it's this massive responsibility because there's so many physical things that come through our lives that you were working on asking your higher power to help you shrink that problem. It's still an issue. It's still something you need to deal with. And your higher power is huge. Your higher power can help you make this problem just a lot smaller in your life. And that happened in pretty short order because pretty much right after we started working together on this particular issue, the problem really started to shrink, which opened your capacity to work on other things. One of which was to engage in this. I'm reading from my notes of one of your homework assignments. Every week we had homework assignments for Linda that she and I came up with. Engage in an indoor, I'm sorry, engage in an outdoor activity that pleases you. So tell us about some of your outdoor activities that you've been doing the last few weeks. Well, I have been doing much more walking. I have been doing much more sitting outside actually with a neighbor and chit-chatting with her and feeling connected that way to Mother Nature as well as, the again, the calmness of the moment being present, doing long walks with my dog, not just the, uh, around the block, but a little bit longer than that. And then, of course, going to this fitness resort was a huge outdoor. Every morning we got up and we walked, we walked every morning in the mountains and it was beautiful and the weather was beautiful. And I really felt so connected with nature, something I'd never done before. Three mile walks every morning for six days. That's awesome. I love outdoor exercise time. Even if it's strolling, it doesn't necessarily for me have to be full on cardio which is nice. I do appreciate that too, but just being outside, sometimes I'll meditate outside and blessed to live by the water. And it's such an amazing blessing that only happens for me when I have the other issues in my life in perspective. If I'm really worried about something and something's on my to-do list and it's dominating my mind, I don't take the time to go outside to exercise or meditate. Cause I need to get, I need to check this thing off the list. But when I'm able to partner with my higher power and keep whatever quote unquote problem, all of a sudden it's not a problem. It's yeah, I'm going to spend, you know, some time on this and work on making progress on it. Am I going to check it off the list? Am I going to complete it today? Probably not. And I can still go outside and have some God time and some me time. Absolutely. In fact, lucky because we know animals are one of the closest things to the meaning of unconditional love. The, the fact that I have a dog that gets me out of the house every day because he has to go do his business outside, I have found that walking him, anytime I am stressed or I feel like I'm not present, I literally pick him up and go, we're going for a walk, buddy. And we go outside. And then the longer the walk, I, I get more at ease. So you know, the animal was, is a conduit actually to making me be more present at that moment and also relieve my mind at that stress. Like you said, it's the moment of like, I can't get it off my mind. It's like, I've gotten to the point where it's obs I'm obsessive about it. So this is really a neat thing to, again, taking care of my dog, which is he depends on me. There's nobody else. And then thinking outside of my own needs. Wellness tools, your sweet little dog. Oh my goodness. I wish this was on video because your, your dog is such a little sweetie pie. And I'm so glad that your dog just is blessing you and you're using that as a wellness tool, not just, okay, yeah, we'll go for a quick walk around the block, but you're really recognizing, oh, okay, I'm stuck. Let's go for a big long walk. And then that stress and negative feelings that we have in our bodies just dissipate. 
Absolutely. You might be able to hear him right now. Actually. I do. <laughs> the next door neighbor dog, Cece, just came in. And so he's like, letting me know this. And he's out there barking by it. <laughs> the fierce guard dog. Excellent. Well, it has been an absolute pleasure working with you. And I'm so glad that our listeners get glean some wisdom of your progress in the last few weeks. Thank you so much. Lucky, thank you for letting me be part of this. This is something that is completely different to me, although I'm used to talking and sharing with people in everyday life. I'm not used to like really focusing on just me and getting myself to a better space. So thank you for letting me have time for me and learn more about me and heal myself. Well, you are a beautiful, wonderful woman and you deserve a lot of attention. And I'm glad you're spending some more of your own attention on yourself. Excellent. And thank you. Thank you for being who you are too, Lucky, because I'm sure there's plenty of people even farther than my voice is even reaching right now that feel like they've been touched by you and you made a big difference in their lives. So thank you from all of us too. Thank you. I received that. For support in your journey ahead, I invite you to read or listen to my latest personal development book, Quiet Your Mind Shatter, available as an ebook at wellnesswithlucky.com, as a paperback on Amazon, and as an audiobook on Audible. That's Quiet Your Mind Chatter by yours truly, Lucky McCullough. Special thanks to Tessa Ashford, marketing specialist and all-around awesome person. <laughs> Tessa helps me with all of my techie issues and hmm, I got a lot of those, but I'm teachable. You can find Tessa at ashforddigital.com.